Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Salcedo, and today we are going to be talking Impact Wrestling Under Siege. And guess what? It is officially my Fightful solo debut. That is right after years and years of always having to share the spotlight with Sean Rossap. He is officially out of the way. I'm running the show here today, and I cannot wait. Also, if today's show does not go well, chances are Sean Rossap will go ahead and cancel me. So I do want to give you guys all the heads up that in order to keep this show going, for me to keep running, to keep talking about Impact Wrestling, feel free to send in any Super Chats. Any Super Chats do go ahead and help sort of keep this show alive. So feel free to send them in as we go through the entire show. I will be reading whatever Super Chats you all send in. This is a very interactive stream, and I'll need you guys all to keep it going that way. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to kick things off with our first Super Chat of the day. So thank you so much to the snowman. I don't even think I said that right, but here we go. He says, I expected Moose to take the belt from Kenny, but that ain't happening next pay-per-view. 
Dude, there is absolutely no way that Kenny Omega is losing that bout anytime soon. And I bloody love it. Immediately after Under Siege ended here today, the first thing that I thought to myself was, damn, Impact Wrestling is doing a very, very good job at setting up a bunch of different possibilities for Kenny Omega. Like this guy is going to have lots of challenges on Impact Wrestling, and they are all going to be good based on what we've been kind of seen so far and we will talk about that as we go through the entire show for those of you guys who do not know i will be recapping the entire show in a chronological format since that's just the easiest way to go about it but overall feel free to send in any super chats on how you guys felt about the show uh in general how you guys felt about under siege if you watched it or not or hey maybe you guys didn't watch the actual show but you're here for the post show to find out what actually happened so send them in and i will go ahead and give you guys a shout out and kind of go through all of that but for the most part Here's the thing, though, is that while watching Under Siege today, the number one thing that I kept thinking to myself was, oh, my God, this show felt so relaxing to watch. It was so enjoyable just to kind of sit and chill for a bit and just watch some good wrestling. Like, I didn't feel stressed out watching this show whatsoever. I liked all of the matches. I thought each and every single match brought something different to the table. And here's the thing about these Impact Plus shows is that a lot of people, I kind of feel, don't expect for a lot to happen because they're just on Impact Plus, right? But they not only put on really good matches, but also they start setting up a lot of storylines, whether it be for your upcoming Impact Plus shows, whether it be for their big pay-per-views, or whether it be for Impact in general. And that was one of the major things that I got from today's show where I kind of felt like, all right, cool. We're going down this path where a lot of stories are being told. Um, Denise is live. Let's do this, guys. Uh, people are asking if I'm going to be in 360 mode tonight. Hell no. I am never doing 360 mode ever again, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So let's go ahead and get things started. Also, um, actually, I'm going to use this time to let you guys all know that tomorrow... Tomorrow, Sean and I will be here talking about Backlash. Then Monday, we will be here talking about Raw. And guess what? The Denise Salcedo documentary is happening this Monday. I have absolutely no idea what Sean has in store for me whatsoever. And quite frankly, I am terrified as hell. Okay, I don't even want to know what is worked up here for this documentary. We have another super chat. Thank you so much to the Mexican Jedi, uh, the Mexican Jedi who says, Impact is so much fun to watch. Fire and Flava knockout tag champs again. Hell yeah. We're going to talk about that as soon as we get into that. But just briefly, I will go ahead and say that I did not expect for the tag titles to change hands today whatsoever. I was completely shocked when that happened. But once again, we'll dive more into that once we actually get to the entire actual match. But let's kick things off, guys. Here we go. Opening match of the night was Brian Myers versus Black Taurus, okay? Not Black Taurus or whatever the hell commentary has been saying. Black Taurus, all right? First of all, they got to get the name right, guys. They got to get the name right. So one of my favorite things about this actual match and the way that it opened up is that Impact is offering a variety of matches. Like, this isn't something, this is fresh. This is not something that we have been seeing 
or that we have seen multiple times. Brian Myers versus Black Taurus to me was very, very exciting just for the fact that it was something that I had never seen before. Two different guys that provide two different things inside the ring. I was 100% here for this match. So I like the contrast of styles and I like the fact that you got to see a variety here today. We saw that throughout the show, but this was one of the matches where it was obviously very noticeable and the fact that it was the opening match as well. And one of the things that I do want to talk about is that we're constantly talking about, you know, different luchadors. We're talking about different, you know, Mexican wrestlers and all of these different stars that could be utilized in American promotions. And one of the people that I honestly feel is very underrated is definitely Black Thaurus. He is so underrated as a luchador that it kind of drives me nuts. This is a guy who is absolutely phenomenal when it comes to being a base for luchadors where so many, all luchadors want to work with Black Thaurus. We want to work with a guy like Black Thaurus because he really is that great of a base. Now, one of the things that I personally enjoyed about this opening match here is that, is that I feel like a lot of times luchadors sort of, sort of get, um, they get this knock, basically people saying like, oh, they can't work the American style or, hey, they don't sell as well. And the thing with this match, what it really showed is that Black Thaudos was doing just that. He did a lot of selling for Brian Myers, obviously, you know, working the American style while also mixing in the Lucha style in there as well. He found a way to really balance that out. And also it helps that he already, you know, partnered in with Decay and established act. And I really do think that that did a lot for him too. A lot of times too, when we see luchadors being brought into promotions, they're always paired up with the other luchadors on the roster. And we didn't see that here with what they're doing with Black Thaudu. So I actually thought that that really helped this out. So I liked this match. I like that they showcase a lot of what Black Thaudus can do along with Brian Myers. I think we all kind of knew that Brian Myers was going to win this match. And that really is what that was, I wasn't expecting Black Thaddeus to win whatsoever, but this match did get me excited for his future. But based on his look, based on his size, based on his ability, I really feel that once like the world opens back up again and we start to see like more, uh, you know, cross promotion and all of that, I really do think that he's going to be one of those people that will definitely be booked in multiple places. One of my favorite spots was actually when he did uh, a leap onto the rope, came back, did a corkscrew crossbody. I absolutely thought that looked really, really awesome. Uh, good match. Not a blowaway match, but for the most part, perfectly fine. Guys, feel free to send in any super chats as we talk throughout this entire show. I do want to get your thoughts and your opinions. However, I will read your thoughts, your opinions, your statements, your questions, whatever the hell it is. Send them in a super chat or Sean Ross Sap will cancel me, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be like, nah, Denise can't draw no super chats. We out. She's canceled. Uh, Kind of go from there. Uh, So I hope that you guys do go ahead and send them in so that I can go ahead and uh, read a couple of your thoughts on how you guys felt about this match, whether or not you agree or disagree with some of the statements that I made in regards to uh, Black Thaudus, in regards to Brian Myers, in regards to this match, so on and so on. Uh, we're getting a lot of people that are basically just talking about the fact that they love Black Thaddeus, and I am so happy to see that. Uh, <laughs> so happy to see that. Alright guys, uh, moving on, we had our second match of the day, which by the way, if you didn't watch this show, we seriously had a lot of matches on this card. We had tons 
happening here. So um, second match of the night, we had Susan and Kimberly versus Tennille Dashwood and Taylor Wilde. So I'll be honest with you guys. I thought this match was okay. It wasn't completely like a blow away spectacular of a match. But really what I have to say here is that anything that I really enjoyed out of this match had to do with Taylor Wilde. Taylor Wilde was really the reason why I enjoyed this match. And now I am absolutely curious to find out what exactly she was doing during that time that she was off because it is absolutely insane at how good she is like come obviously she was already good before but now it's like she's at another level good and I thought she was one of the standouts like when I think about all the women here tonight and I think about some of the standout women from tonight's show aside from Deanna Perrazzo aside from Jordan Grace it really was um Taylor Wilde who was up there with those women that really stood out to me here tonight and so I am very curious as to like when she was sort of having this regular life away from pro wrestling with what was she doing in between that time where she just really got so incredibly better during this match here we have a super chat from destiny fomo thank you so much to destiny shout out to destiny she says so happy to see denise hell yeah and finally finally without sean ross sap he's gone out of here uh this is my show now uh thank you so much to destiny for going ahead and sending some love she's keeping me uh she's keeping me um not canceled so far. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So to continue on with this match here, though, I did like uh, the finish. I like the finish. So we essentially had uh, Caleb the K kicking Susan in the head and Taylor Wilde was able to win with the German suplex. And again, the story here is that Taylor has been reluctant to team with uh, Tennille Dashwood. So that played into the finish. I liked all of this. And obviously down the road, we are bound to see Tennille Dashwood versus Taylor Wilde. And I cannot wait for that. So truthfully, good for her. She does not know what ring rust is whatsoever um all right guys btw for those of you who are new to watching uh well technically you guys are all new to watching me by myself on here but btw if you guys haven't already it is time to give you guys like seriously here we go if you have not subscribed to fightfulselect.com of all weeks this really was the week to be subscribed to Fightful Select because Sean Ross Sapp, and yes, I have to put Sean Ross Sapp over on my show here. This was a this was a thing I had to do. Uh, but seriously, no, he really does phenomenal work, as you guys all know. He has broken stories on Daniel Bryan's contract expiring, Zelina and her new quote-unquote relationship with WWE, takeover in your house, an announcement on the name, the date, the plans, and all of that, and dozens of other stories over at Fightful FightfulSelect.com. If you like to get your pro wrestling news to you straight and fast, I definitely suggest that you guys check out FightfulSelect.com. Check it out. Subscribe. I think you guys will love it, especially because the news gets set right into your inbox. And it's really easy just to be completely informed with everything that's happening in the world of pro wrestling. So there you guys go. You can tweet Sean and let him know I actually did my job and promoted uh, what I needed to promote. All right, guys, uh, moving on our third match of the evening. We had the Impact World Tag Team Championship number one contenders match. Um, Madman Fulton, Ace Austin versus Petey Williams, 
TJP versus Triple XL versus Rohit and Shira. BTW, we have another super chat. Shout out to Samuel, Samuel Stahl, who says, Denise is coming in hot, bringing in the energy. Oh, yeah. If you guys have never seen me kind of go at it by myself, I feel like, I don't know, just a lot of energy. So if you guys like it, if it's for you, then it's for you. Um, Seriously, though, shout out to Samuel. Thank you so much for sending in a super chat. I truly appreciate it. All right, guys. So this match here, uh, this was a fun match here, but I'm kind of a little bit. Okay. I'm going to start things off by saying that off the bat, I was like, okay, we obviously have to have Madman Fulton and Ace Austin get the win here. They're their team with the most upside. We obviously want to see them against Finn Juice, but part of me thought, and I probably should have corrected myself from the beginning, part of me thought that they would be the right team to win because I wanted to see this match at Slammiversary. However, obviously they're not doing that at Slammiversary because while Slammiversary is two months away, but I was kind of hoping all like from the start that they would win just so that I would see that match at Slammiversary. But then again, too much time to go in between them. So I am a little curious as to what we're going to get once we actually get to Slammiversary. But spoilers, obviously Madman Fulton and Ace Austin took the win here today. But let me kind of recap a little bit about what happened in this match. So first and foremost, Madman Fulton and Ace Austin absolutely blew it out. I mean, they're awesome. Here's the thing with them is that they've been awesome, but this was just another like um showcase of them doing just that. Even in the final moments of this match, Madman Fulton looked like an absolute beast, okay? He came in here. I was just blown away by his power. But here we go. At the top of this match, we pretty good. Every guy sort of gets a moment to really go in there and shine, show a little something different. AC Romero uh, literally gave uh, Rohit probably one of the harshest slaps that I have seen in a very, very long time. He knocked Rohit into another universe. Uh, everyone got to shine in this match, but I particularly, in particular, I loved uh, the interaction between Ace Austin and Petey Williams. I love seeing them go at it. I thought they were probably one of the highlights of this match. Obviously, all of the tag team um, work between Ace and Madman Fulton. Madman Fulton literally takes out AC Romero with a killer clothesline. And that was absolutely impressive as hell because, again, it was, it felt like a very, very powerful moment. And then he also did like a swinging end of days on Larry D. And given that Larry D is not a small guy whatsoever, Madman Fulton sort of lifting him up like he's a paper doll really really looked phenomenal in this so overall um, I'm happy that Madman Fulton and Ace Austin got this win and again they really do have the most upside but because this match is happening on uh, this coming Thursday on Impact I was a little taken aback by that because again I was expecting this match to take place whether it be at Against All Odds or Slammiversary or something like that so it kind of makes me think that maybe any other team could have won this especially if they were going to be doing it on Impact Rest on just the you know their Impact show on Thursday so I was a little bit surprised by all of that 
All right, guys, BTW, as we continue on, for those of you who are just tuning in, if you want to get your question, your comment, or your statement read on the air, and you also want to ca- help me out, keep me not canceled, uh, send in a super chat. I will appreciate it very much. Uh, obviously, it not only helps me out in keeping the show, but if you guys are big Impact Wrestling fans, I will be on here not just recapping, obviously, their big pay-per-views, but I will be on here talking about their Impact Plus shows. And those are the ones that obviously, if you guys want to have somebody to talk to, send in your super chats and Sean Ross app will not cancel me. We have another super chat. Thank you so much to Slicey Dicey, who says, you won my eternal loyalty when you birthed Adam Blamplate. Best Quizlemania moment ever. If you're wondering, I am the plate girl. I am the spoon girl. I like to make people into utensils. I still have a brilliant ideas um, that are coming up for some more characters. Stay tuned. But I'm so happy that I have won your loyalty um, through Adam Blamplate. I very much appreciate it. Uh, okay, guys. So let's continue on here. Uh, this is a fun one. All right. When I think of some of the matches that I really, really really enjoyed from tonight this one is definitely it and we had w morrissey versus willie max so i don't know how many of you guys know this but i am the biggest willie mac fan there is all right like i bloody love that guy i will watch willie mac versus a pencil willie mac versus my water bottle. I don't care what the hell it is. I love watching Willie Mack wrestle. So I was very excited for this match. Again, as I mentioned with the Brian Myers Black Thaurus match, what, tonight on Impact, we got to see a lot of fresh new matchups. This was obviously an example of that. Uh, w. Morrissey, uh, formerly known as Big Cass, as you guys all know, versus Willie Mack to me. Totally polar opposites, but something that very much worked. BTW, we have another super chat from Matt McClure or McClower. He says, what does Impact have to do to grow their audience? This is leagues better than Raw. Let's get fans back and charge this diamond in the rough for forward. So really, I honestly think that it's being on a bigger, on a bigger network to me. That is really what it is. They need to be on a bigger network where they do get to have more eyes on them because Impact Wrestling has been putting on really great, phenomenal stuff. And it definitely, as much as I love to chat about Raw each and every single Monday, it is worlds better in the sense that you're not getting these repeat boring matches over and over again. No, you're getting, you know, new matchups with different people. Like I've mentioned several examples throughout this stream of those of those types of matches that we're getting on Impact. And really, that's what I would have to say, just being on a different network and, I feel like, I feel like if people just, I feel for the most part, there was a while where I just kept saying, telling people like, give Impact a chance, give Impact a chance. Because for a long time, people didn't want to give Impact Wrestling a chance. And so I think that the people that did eventually realize like there's some good stuff here, especially when it comes to having a lot of young talent and a lot of young talent that can go and a lot of good workers that can also, uh, you know, put together some really good matches. So that is where I'm kind of, that's my thought process, my answer uh, to your questions. So shout out to Matt for sending in this super chat. We have another one from Myron Kidd who says, as much as I'm happy for W Morrissey, I'm tired of seeing Willie Mack be a whipping boy for new younger talent. 
dude, again, I, I can't say that I disagree with you because I, like I said, I'm the biggest Willie Mack fan there is. I want to see Willie Mack at the very, very top because I really do think that he has some of the best matches and is always blowing me away with his athletic ability. So, hell yeah, I don't want to always see him, you know, uh, towards the latter end of the things. I want to see him on top. I agree with you, Myron. Uh, shout out, man. Thank you so much for sending in this super chat. I really, really appreciate it. So let's talk about this match and why the hell I even really liked it. So here we go. I mentioned another fresh match. Uh, I was already expecting W. Morrissey to win this match. I was expecting it. Obviously, he's officially signed with Impact Wrestling. The guy is going to win, all right? He's going to win. But having a match or a win against Willie Mack at the end of the day is going to be really, really impressive. Given Willie Mack's reputation, given Willie Mack's work status, it's going to be an impressive victory. So I love the fact that um, this match started off really hot right away. Max just went straight forward, started attacking W. Morrissey. He knew he had to take the big guy down, but within a couple of seconds, W. Morrissey really showed his power, really showed his strength, and obviously Willie Max struggled a lot more to try to bring the big guy down. Uh, we saw w, w. Morrissey kicking Willie Mack uh, on the back of the uh, on the back of his head several times. We saw him uh, kicking kicking him out of the uh, kicking him out while he was outside the ring, which was a really brutal spot there. Uh, again, several shots to the back of the head. And there was a spot that I really enjoyed where Willie Mack was trying to bring Morrissey down. Uh, he kept doing uh, these running chops towards him, spinning heel kick. All of that looked really, really cool. And the thing that really sold it and really sold W. Morrissey's size was also Willie Mack's facial expressions because he was kind of like, what the hell? Like, I really can't get this guy down with everything that I'm doing here. So I thought that was really, really awesome. And I feel like W. Morrissey is one of the only guys that can actually make Willie Mac looked like a small guy. I mean, he was manhandling him, and it was pretty cool to see. So uh, the finish came when Morrissey got him with a kick to the back of the head, and I gotta say, this was a really, really fun match. Like, thumbs up on this one here. After the match, we did see uh, Rich Swan come out to help Willie from a post-match post attack from W. Morrissey, and obviously we haven't seen Rich Swan since Rebellion, so it's good to see him out here. And obviously, if they do do uh, Morrissey versus Rich, W. Morrissey versus Rich Swan, it is going to be um, a good one there. But we have another super chat from Flame Inc. who says, I feel Impact doesn't need AEW or New Japan to help them along. They survived this long. They will be fine. Also, when will you be debut Sean Ross Sack? Uh, I think I, look. Obviously, AEW is a lot more popular, and that's just point blank. That's what it is. AEW is more popular than Impact Wrestling. So, in the sense of like, do they need need them? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say so. But I don't think that it hurts them whatsoever, whatsoever. And having Kenny Omega be on your shows, I think that's pretty awesome. I do think that the relationship could uh could benefit Impact in the sense of like could also benefit AEW if they were to send some more of their like younger, greener talent over to Impact to work with a lot of their workers. I think that would be pretty cool if you got to see a little bit more of that. Um, and when will I debut Sean Ross Sack? 
Uh, I actually have some other ideas for what I'm going to do with that, but we'll get, we'll talk about that some other time. We have another super chat from Angel Osorio. Thank you so much to Angel who says, Hey, I'm a big wrestling fan and a fan of Fightful. Love you, Denise. Keep up the good work. Hashtag don't cancel Denise. Oh my gosh. I thought that said don't dance Denise. And I was like, what's wrong with my dancing? Uh, hashtag don't cancel Denise guys, please. Uh, Denise needs the money. Denise is paying for an expensive apartment in LA that I can't afford. Denise needs all the jobs and money in the world, which is why I'm working on a Saturday. Uh, so thank you so much to Angel Osorio for sending in uh, the super chat. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anything else as we go through all of this. All right. So, um, okay, let's continue on. Um, all right. So after this, all right, I've been liking, and I've said that I've been liking a lot of what happened on Impact Wrestling today. However, I wasn't that big of a fan of this next thing here. So we had the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship match. Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellery versus Fire and Flava, Tasha and Kira Hogan. Um, to be honest, I wasn't that crazy about this match. I thought it was a little better than their last match that they had, but... It wasn't anything where I kind of felt like blown away from this match. If anything, to me, in all honesty, the major, major highlights of this match was Jordan Grace. Like she came, when she came into this match, she came in here red hot. She like turned a light switch on during this match and just came in and wrecked all hell. It is so much fun to watch her wrestle. I really enjoy watching her work because everything that she does, she does with power and she does with energy. And I, I just really like watching her work. Um, also, uh, in the end, I was very surprised because we did see uh, we did see Fire and Flava get back their titles. Tasha ended up winning with a frog splash and uh, they regained the titles. I kind of felt surprised. I didn't think the finish was good. Uh, I didn't like it. I'll be honest with you guys. I wasn't a fan of this. I didn't understand why they uh, had to take the belts off so fast off of Jordan and Rachel. I actually thought that they could have done um, a lot more with them as champion. And it kind of felt just really fast to switch the tag by the tag team titles around. So I wasn't a fan of this match and I wasn't a fan of the outcome. As much as I love Fire and Flava, it just didn't really, uh, the moment wasn't impactful whatsoever in my opinion. Now, if you are, um, if you did like this, let me know, send in a super chat and tell me why you think I'm wrong. Send it in, I don't mind. Um, but seriously though, um, Jordan Grace, phenomenal. This match, not so much. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, before I continue on, in case you haven't noticed, my Twitter Instagram handle is on the screen. If you haven't followed me on Twitter yet or on Instagram, feel free to do so. I am at underscore Denise Salcedo. If you guys want to show some love, uh, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'd very much appreciate it. All right, but next up, we have our sixth match of the night, and it was the Impact X Division Championship match between Josh Alexander versus El Fantasmo. And I have to say that this was probably 
Yes, this was definitely my favorite match of the night. And it took me a second to think about that because I wanted to run down the matches mentally inside my head before I go out and call a match my favorite match of the night. But this really, really was it. I love this match. And surprisingly, I don't think that this was the match that I was most looking forward to, but it ended up winning my, it ended up winning my heart. Let's just leave it at that. So the start of this match was really showcasing both guys. Um, but at the same time, in particular, it was more showcasing Josh Alexander because they did a lot of mat work in the beginning. But then we started throughout the rest of this match. We saw a, com- a combination of a variety of styles where both of these guys looked absolutely phenomenal. This felt like a very, very well thought out match where it kind of took you along with it. It took you away with this match. And that's what I liked. And I think that's what a lot of the other matches on this card didn't necessarily have. This one, to me, this one this one told a story. And I liked it. And I followed along. And I had a really good time watching it. So with Josh Alexander, one of the things that stood out with me are obviously his chops, man. Like, really, really sick. Really love seeing them. I was a fan of this. Um, one of the other moments that I really liked was that when El Fantasmo flipped off the referee using Josh's finger. I thought that was hilarious. And right after that, he just starts biting his finger. Um, watching El Fantasmo walk the ropes. He did this a lot and throughout this match. And I swear to God, each and every single time, he kept doing it for more and more of a longer period. And it was just uh, very impressive to watch because he really made it seem like it was absolutely no big deal. Just walking the ropes, no big deal whatsoever. There was also an awesome moment where Alexander countered that, you know, the old school uh, walk. He countered it with a rolling forward row, which looked really, really cool too. So that kind of hit like a nice, very impactful moment. Uh, Phantasmo Splash was also very nice, very beautiful. Love how high he goes up, grabs the ankles and ends up, um, I thought he was going to get the win there, but ends up being a two count. And at this point, I'm thinking to myself, man, I do not want this this match to end this ended up being at this point I already knew this was my favorite match of the night and in the end we end up seeing El Fantasmo tap out to the ankle lock and all I gotta say is Josh Alexander came out of this match looking like an absolute badass so this was definitely a top match of the night he retains awesome match Really loved it. Uh, let's see what we have here. We have another super chat from Destiny FOMO. Thank you so much. Um, so, so much. She says, has anyone seen a super chat come in from SRS? LOL. Hell no. SRS is not going to send me a super chat. Hell no, he ain't. If SRS were to send me a super chat, I would be in shock. Okay, that's definitely not going to happen. Uh, let's see what else we have here, guys. And I'm um, okay, here we go. We got some more Super Chats. Thank you guys so much. Uh, this is from the Mexican Jedi who says, uh, Alexander versus El Fantasmo was match of the night for me. Dude, high five because it was for me too. Also, thank you so much for the Super Chat. Uh, this one is from Matt Carmen. Matt, I appreciate the Super Chat. Um, shout out to you. Uh, thumbs up. I feel like I need to give you more love. I just don't know what to do besides a high five and a thumbs up. We also have another one from Matt McClure who says, Denise over SRS, not hyperbole, host every show, D. Hell yeah. You know what, guys? If you're enjoying my show, 
I dare you, go on Twitter, tag Jimmy Van and say replace at Sean Ross Sapp with Denise Salcedo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you guys want to do that, go do that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Matt for sending in the super chat. Um, I really, really uh, thank you for that. All right, guys. And I'm just making sure I got everybody so far. I have. All right, cool. Awesome. Yay. All right, moving on, guys. Did I not read that word? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> After this, we have, um, sorry, I'm just laughing because I know I made a mistake earlier and somebody caught it and now I'm terribly embarrassed. All right. Uh, seventh match of the night. We had the Impact Knockouts Championship match between Deanna Perrazzo, the champion versus Havoc. And we have another super chat from Ken Shiro. Uh, shout out to Ken Shiro who says, uh, El Fantasmo is one of the best heels in the biz, in my opinion. He also says he genuinely wants you to hate him, and he's such a slime ball. Uh, Ken Shiro, thank you so much for sending in this super chat. <laughs> All right, everyone's making fun of me because I read a word wrong. Sorry, guys. I'm moving on. Um, okay, Deanna Perrazzo versus Havoc. Um, so one of my favorite things that I personally enjoyed about this match is that um, Havoc comes across and she's very, very scary, man. Like she, she's somebody that, hey, if I'm going to go into the ring with this girl, I'm going to be terrified as hell to go into the ring with Havoc. But one of the things that I personally like is that Deanna Perrazzo goes into this match and she just comes, she just doesn't care. She doesn't care how scary Havoc is. She's going to go in there. She's going to work this match the way that she knows how. And I like that. I really, really enjoyed this. Um, it didn't, like, Havoc doesn't phase her whatsoever. And that's a mark of a true champion. So I really enjoyed that. Havoc's Boston Crab on Deanna also looked fabulous. Really like that. Looked killer. Deanna ended up winning this match with a Fujiwara arm bar. And overall, I got to say, it was a decent match. This was a perfectly good win for Deanna Perrazzo. And I enjoyed it. It was definitely up there with one of some of the most uh, entertaining matches of the night. We have another super chat from Matt McClure who says... But when will we see Moose or Callahan actually on Dynamite? Question mark. Seems like Impact could grow from that exposure. Dude, they didn't even promote the title versus title match. So I think after that, I'm not expecting much of Impact talent on AEW Dynamite. Plus, they already have so much of their own talent that they're trying to work into the shows. So I just think that they just, they just don't have the time or they just have so much talent. I just don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen as of right now. Uh, but thank you so much to Matt for sending in another super chat. All right, guys. Um, let's see what else we have here. So our eighth match of the night, we had um, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice. Now, I have to be real with all of you here and tell you that I was not a fan of this match. I didn't like it. If you like this match, tell me why you like this match. Personally, I did not like this match, okay? I thought it was very slow from the beginning. And I thought, okay, well, they're working a slow match because they're planning on going a long time. I think the match started around 7 uh, Pacific Standard Time. So I figured, okay, we still have a whole hour to go. They're probably going to take about half hour or so in this match. So they're going to start off slow. However, it just really never went anywhere. Um, the only really good parts of this match and really the only takeaway from this match is that when we get Kenny Omega versus Eddie Edwards, it's going to be bloody freaking awesome because we got obviously, you know, a couple of teases in this match. 
And that was the highlight that made this match of anything, anything worthy were to come out of it, anything noteworthy were to come out of it. It really was that. And it's really not surprising that Eddie Edwards and Kenny Omega are bound to have a really good match. And given the fact that Eddie Edwards is really the only American to win the GHC heavyweight championship from Noah. So it kind of feels to me like it's obvious that they were going to have a good match, but I had to point it out because hell, we, that's really the highlight of this match for me. Uh, considering all the guys involved, I was expecting a way better match. The last few minutes obviously were perfectly fine heading into the finish. That's usually the case, so that was perfectly fine. Eddie Edwards picking up the win for his team is also a very logical choice because obviously the direction that they're most likely heading in with this is uh, Edwards versus Omega. Now, uh, one of the other things that I do have to mention, oh, you know what, I'll mention this when we get to the main event, but for the most part, I was not a fan of this match, so... uh, Sorry for those of you guys who were. Uh, Last, before we get to our main event, friendly reminder, guys, if you have not subscribed to FightfulSelect.com, please make sure to head on over there. Like I mentioned earlier, Sean really does do a phenomenal job at breaking lots of news. In fact, you see his news everywhere, all right? Uh, So make sure to head on over to FightfulSelect.com and you'll be the first to hear whenever anything goes up. Again, literally just... Just this month, Sean had a lot of stories on Daniel Bryan, uh, Zelina, uh, In Your House, NXT TakeOver, and uh, Mia Yim. I mean, there was so much on there, dozens of other stories. So make sure you guys head on over to FightfulSelect.com. It's definitely worth each and every single one of your pennies. Personally, my favorite thing about being a subscriber to FightfulSelect.com is that the news gets sent straight to my inbox. I don't got to search for it. I don't got to do nothing. The news comes to me. And that is my favorite thing about being subscribed to FightfulSelect.com. So once again, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Let them all know that Denise Salcedo recommended you. All right. uh, Main event time, ladies and gentlemen. Impact World Championship number one contenders match. Chris Bay, my favorite person ever, versus Matt Cardona, who's super awesome, versus Sammy Callahan, versus Chris Sabin, versus Trey Miguel, versus Moose, who came out here looking absolutely ripped as hell. Um, That was really the first thing that I noticed from this match was, damn, Moose looks good. Like, physically speaking, looks good. Um, Thank you so much to Flame Inc. He says, at Matt Carmen wants to send a super chat, but can't help him. Um... Well, honestly, if you just go on the little chat thing, there's a little icon with like a little dollar sign. You click on it and then like you put your super chat in there and then you click send and then that's how you do it. So I don't know how else to explain that, but hopefully you can figure it out. Um, it's super easy. You just got to follow the prompt and you can send in your super chat. We have another super chat from Matt Carmen uh, who says, you clearly are the hardest working women in wrestling and journalism. Thank you. Also, hope you enjoyed your time with your bridesmaids. Uh, thank you so much uh, for sending in this uh, super chat. Uh, yeah. How, wait, how did you know that? Oh, yeah. I posted it on Instagram. Sorry, I forgot. I was like, wait, how did you know about this? Uh, yeah. So thank you so much to Matt Carmen. I really appreciate the super chat, the support, and the very, very kind comment. Truly, thank you so much. Okay. So back to this main event here. 
Oh, man. Okay, so, like, I have, like, this thing where I like to call certain matches Denise matches. And by that, I mean that these are the kind of matches that I really, really enjoy. Uh, this was a Denise match in, like, the only way that I can describe it. And it's because I love this, like, fast-paced, nonstop action. Uh, and that is definitely what we got from this main event. And I think based on the fact that you see all of the guys who are listed in this, you already know you're going to get a hell of a main event. So uh, some of my favorite moments of this match, I'm going to give some shout outs here. Uh, Trey McGow running the ropes when he was in the ring with Chris Bay was so impressive. The guy looked like the Flash. I mean, it was crazy cool. Trey and Chris Bay both doing the ju uh, double jumping Tope Conhilos was very cool too. Uh, Chris Bay also had a very killer frog splash that he did uh, to Moose. I mean, it was phenomenal. Uh, during this match, we also see the Good Brothers attack Sammy Callahan. So now they've teased this several times where we obviously, when I talk about planting seeds for potential challengers for Kenny Omega, Sammy Callahan is obviously one of them based on the teases that we've seen and based on the fact that even from what we just saw tonight with the Good Brothers taking him out, uh, we will eventually hopefully get to see uh, Sammy Callahan versus Kenny Omega. So that's going to be really awesome. Um, Moose also hit to get the win here. Moose hit Saban with a spear and ended up winning the match. So we are going to be seeing Moose versus Kenny. And given their interaction at Hard to Kill, uh, I already know that this is going to be a phenomenal match that I cannot wait for. And that's what I'm talking about. When I say planting the seeds, man, you got this matchup with Moose. You got this potential matchup with Sammy Callahan. This potential matchup with Eddie Edwards. I mean, they really are setting up a lot of possibilities for Kenny Omega where he can have a nice couple of months you know just really having awesome matches on Impact Wrestling we have another super chat from Matt McClure who says Sammy versus Mox book it frick yeah hell yeah if you're gonna book any match this is it right here definitely book that I am 100% here uh, for that. So thank you so much to Matt for sending in the super chat and uh, giving that match a shout out. So guys, there you have it. That was Impact Wrestling Under Siege. Uh, before I go, I just want to thank you all so much for tuning in, for giving me a chance to come on here and talk some wrestling with you guys all. For those of you guys who do not know, I have a million shows a week, and I genuinely, genuinely love and enjoy my job and enjoy what I do. And I am—I know I always like crap on Sean and all of that stuff, but seriously, if it wasn't for Sean, I would not have the uh, opportunities that I have here with FightfulWrestling.com. I swear to God, I hope he's not watching this because I don't want him to know that I was nice about him on the street. But seriously, though, um, thank you so much to Sean who's allowing me to host these Impact Wrestling Plus shows and just gives me a more opportunity to A, talk to all of you and B, make more money. You know? All right, guys, I will be back here tomorrow with Sean Ross Sapp, and he'll be steering the boat, and we'll be talking about WWE's WrestleMania backlash. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully we all have a good time watching, and hopefully we have a lot of good stuff to say about it. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Also, Monday, Monday, we come back, Sean and I, to talk about Monday Night Raw. But Raw isn't the big deal. No, Sean has a surprise for me. He's doing a documentary on me for my birthday. And I'm hella, hella scared because I feel like it's going to not be good. 
and I'm really terrified on what's going to be on that documentary. And legit, I have no idea what to expect. But based off the fact, based off that musical that he did during the Grinch Christmas time, I don't even know when it happened. The point is that based on that, I am terrified. We have our last super chat that I'm going to read today. This one is from Matt. He says, thanks, Denise. Big up to SRS, too. Yeah, we'll give him a shout out as well. Thank you so much, Matt, for sending in the super chat. Guys, I will see you guys here again. The next Impact Plus show will be the Against All Odds Impact Plus show. So I will be back here once again for that. But you'll see me sporadically throughout the channel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Please do not forget to give this video a like. Subscribe to the channel already if you haven't already. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Until next time, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have an awesome Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.